Listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org and GreenHavenMedia. A Facebook page. We're also streaming live video on Facebook.com. Just go to Facebook.com/slash NewHavenIndependent or slash GreenHavenMedia, or go to your Facebook page and look us up, and you can hit see first to hear see all the great programs we have here on WNHHLP, and they have some great political shows on here. If anybody wants to discuss that, so. they have great shows about everything. We have Defy the Odds, which is a business show. Earlier, you can literally check out almost everything about everything here on the network on WNHH, and uh, some really cool live shows. There's this is on uh, public radio. This is on live broadcast. So please make sure you understand that we are here to share the love. I'm feeling Uncle great love. today, Joe. Me Joe, too. I'm feeling it's great a, today. It's a beautiful day. It's always a beautiful day. Uh, you know today's what? Pie day. I don't it know is. what that. It is pie day. I had a chicken <laughs> pot pie. Is what I'm having for lunch a little later. Uh, Stone Garden Farm. I stopped down because that's where we do our hemp. But they had a big sign for pie day. I didn't even know it was coming up to be a pie day. It no. wasn't a thing. Uh, last no. I knew was um, was a Mario Day, so that was May t- uh, March tenth. Mario it spells out Mario. So like Mario Brothers, I'm a Nintendo guy. I played Nintendo as a kid and stuff. So Mario Brothers, it was Mario Day, no. and now we're going into Pie Day, three one four. So I'm pretty excited. So a chicken medicated chicken pot pie was on my uh, to do list today. You know, because you know we do that here and there. There, Joe, just a plain old pot pie. So uh- <laughs> we love pop. All right. How was your week? My week is great. My weekend's good. My vacation here is about coming to a close, but I am always out, uh, you know, enjoying, uh, enjoying life and just uh, making sure I stay on top of what's happening in the cannabis world. Speaking of that, do we have Isaiah? We do have Isaiah here. We're going to we're going to bang through what we got going on because we have a great guest today. We have a little bit about what's going to go on here at the end of the calendar. We're going to talk about this great event going on this week, uh, this weekend, a lot of really awesome things that we're associated with it. Greenhaven Media will be up there representing. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, but we have Mark Shepard on and we're super excited to tell you guys about him. So Isaiah is going to pop right in and we're going to go into our calendar of events for what's going on. And then we will push right into our first guest. Appreciate yeah, everybody. Never- Thank you. You got it. Isaiah, hey, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you, Joe? Good, good, good. We're gonna do it. We're gonna go a little shorter this week because we're gonna cover an event at the end. I so, got gotcha. you. Um, um, we want to get right. I'll into keep it quick. That. So right. on, we have all our normals. We have PVS, Paper City Social, Kill a Smoke. We have Fridays on, which is also doing an event on Sunday. Um, events that we definitely want to highlight this week. Uh, also we have recovery on Thursday and jungle sessions also on Thursday. That's another one of our weekly sessions, but, um, coffee and cannabis zoning principles this Wednesday, March 16th at 11 AM. Okay. Uh, they are talking, it's a, it's an interactive like zoom 
kind of event, but they okay. are going to talk about what your business would need for zoning and like okay. talk over business plans and kind of get an idea of what the actual layout would be for someone trying to move forward into an actual facility. So I thought that was a really cool event to highlight. Um, and that's on and our then, calendar. Yep. That will be on our calendar. That's already up. We were, we were ahead of the, we were ahead of the curve this week. Um, and then on Thursday, we are doing an evening full of, uh, an, an evening full of moon plant magic. And full moon could, plant magic. Full moon so plant full magic. Full moon on Thursday night. Yes. This is why we're doing it. We want yep. to have and, all um, Greenhaven Media is helping sponsor that event. And we have um, a lot of good stuff going on up there this Thursday. So if you want to, you know, find that event, will probably be one of the best ones this week. And yeah, we is, also uh, have Meekan. That's a food yeah. event. So people know that's an infused evening of food. All right, go and ahead. We also have Nikan uh, Friday through Sunday, which is going on in Boston. And I know you guys have um, somebody on from there today. So, you know, very exciting. And, oh, also a, we have two art events on Saturday. We have Sip, Paint, and Puff, um, their Spring Ting series. And you can look up, you can contact Madeline's Empanadery for that. And then on, sorry, on Sunday, we have Art brunch and see you there so okay. that is the event that we did this saturday they are doing it again this sunday it is mainly art vendors and a little bit of some legacy stuff going on but mainly art and uh really just kind of flipping the script and, of most sessions. okay real quick we had an event this weekend too uh yes, it was last friday, friday that we sponsored it went very very well um, there will be more of those coming up. So thank you to everyone who attended and we're very pleased. We would like to sponsor more events. So if you would like to, uh, talk to us about sponsoring your event, you can hit us up on Instagram or Facebook on any of our social media, but we would love to come out and help you out and help you promote your events. So anyway, thank you, Isaiah. We're going to get moving on. We're going to talk about NECAN this weekend with our next guest. We also have our regular programming on the network with PZ and Still Toking. You can always look up uh, when those are on this week. But right now, we're going to bring on Mr. Mark Shepard uh, of NECAN. Hold on one second. I want to get you up. So Mark is... Mark is a registered Mass MMJ patient and member of both Mass Can Normal and the Mass Can's Grower Advocacy Council. During his 20-year publishing career, he has created, promoted, and executed successful live events all over New England. A lifelong recreational cannabis user, he has served as a judge for the Harvest Cup, Turptown Throwdown, and of course, the Nican Cups. He has spoken for both MMJ and cannabis legalization on many outlets, including NECN's Broadside, WAAF, the Worcester Business Journal, and Gondrepreneur.com. He is also a total Silver Age Marvel comic book nerd and the founder and the owner of Salty Comic Book Corps. And he's a good friend of the show and a good friend of ours. And we're very happy to have Mark Shepard on. Uh, Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on and joining us. Thank you so much for, for having me on. Always a pleasure. We appreciate you very much, man. We we. We have been traveling these great events for many, many, many moons. Um, we, yeah, it's, you know, and 
we think it's a long time, but it's really not. And it's pretty awesome to watch the growth from the beginning of the cannabis um, adventure in the Northeast here, man. It was, it was a place, uh, Nikan was always a place and is a place that we get to see tons of old friends, make new friends. Uh, it's something we've been doing personally for a very long time now, our, almost our entire cannabis journey. Um, so we're really excited to have you here talking with us. What are some things that people can expect at the upcoming event? Um, well, one thing they can expect is is a live event with um, with no vaccine mandate and no mask mandate in place, which um, you know was was really up in the air as little as you know as little as less than a month ago for for the city of Boston. So you know, huge really really for me. Obviously, we want everybody to feel safe and comfortable, and masks are welcome. And you know, I encourage people to be vaccinated, but we're going to follow the the recommendations of the city and the venue, and they're making it optional. So, you know, I just think, I think it's obviously from a networking standpoint to be able to see people that you're talking to and yep. communicate with them and feel safe shaking hands. I, I think it just makes for a better event, um, I, I which is great. Um, you know, overall for the event, we're looking at from an exhibitor standpoint, we're going to have the most exhibitors we ever had. Um, anybody who knows me knows I hate to be positive, but it does feel like we're also going to be right at a record level for ticket sales. The pre-sales have been phenomenal and the programming is actually bigger than it's ever been. We've got five separate ticket workshops on top of four programming tracks each day. And the workshops, um, there's a career fair that's free to attend. Um, we've got workshops on hemp licensing, um, raising capital, um, cannabis health and wellness, um, a home growing session by Danny Danko. We're also um, bringing out our first ever crypto conference, which is a separate ticket item. There's just such an overlap between the cannabis industry and cryptocurrency that we're doing. There you go. Um, that we're doing a separate um, line of programming just for that. We're very excited about. Then, of course, we, we do have our um, awards for our cannabis uh, competition, the NECAN competition. And then on Friday night, we're doing our fourth annual um, New England Cannabis Community Awards, another free event to kind of just spotlight and, and appreciate people in the community. So, um, you know, I have to say, I, I am getting too old for this because that's, that, that schedule over three days, I, I will probably be in bed for a week afterwards, but great, great times, really looking forward to it. Yeah, well, Mark, I, I just want to say, you know, um, I remember being at the first knee can ever at the castle, right? That's right. And and it's just amazing to see how knee can has grown and grown and grown right along with the cannabis industry and has always kind of been the focal point for the place for the industry to meet up and gather um, in New England. And and, and what a lot of people don't know, and I'm sure people who follow NECAN know, is that you've now expanded to all uh, many different areas. Um, now, you talk about this wearing you out. How do you deal with, you know, tell us about some of the other NECANs and, and how did it come about that you were able to expand uh, into so many areas? Sure. I mean, you know, just it was a revelation to us when we did that first show back at the castle, just the enthusiasm um, and the amount of just talent, you know, from a from an intellectual business entrepreneur. Um, so many talented, dedicated, hardworking people were like, wow, this is go going to blow up. 
And, and it really just seemed that that would be the case in every state. And, you know, just seeing how cannabis has rolled out the regulations and program, and they're, they're very unique state to state. They grow at their own rate and they have different needs and they travel in different directions. So, you, so, you know, we, we all know like the, like the MJ Biz show in, in, in Vegas, it's a great show. Um, but if you're really trying to, like, if you were really trying to like get into one specific market, you know, you hop into that event where there's 1,200 national companies and 35,000 people walking the floor and you're trying to get ahead, say, in the New Jersey market, it's overwhelming. So we really saw a niche for doing state-by-state state shows that focus exclusively on that state's market. And, and like you said, when you look back at that casual show, which kind of looked a bit like a flea market, it was yeah. a great atmosphere, it was fun, but that's where the Massachusetts market was right then. And we're right. watching shows, you know, we did a show in New Jersey in 2019 that looked like that 2015 Boston show. And now, and now that's come along and it's two years and it's looking more and more, you know, like an established industry. So, so in 2022, right. we're in Mass, Maine, uh, Vermont, New Jersey, New York, Chicago, and Tulsa, Oklahoma. And each one of those shows hopefully is a reflection of the current status of that market and, and what it needs to do and where it needs to go. Yeah, I agree with you. I remember traveling to the one in Maine and traveling to the one in Rhode Island and how the the different sizes and the different feels. And you did a really great job with that. And, and part of that is because you work with local people to help you, you know, decide who the vendors are going to be because, the, you know, you have probably local people in each area right. working with you. Absolutely. Who know the industry and are able to, you know, help you with the programming and all that kind of stuff. So that's a great model to have. And I, I congratulate you on that, on that success. Now you have a new model, a new market open. So we hope to see a knee can uh, down this way soon. Connecticut, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. We're, we're, I, I know that we can come to some agreements. Yes. Well, you know, it's an, it's, it's an interesting thing because, you know, just we've, we've, I don't want to say we've struggled, but we really haven't had, you know, any options for, for our main show in New England because in, in Massachusetts, there really isn't another venue of size that will accept our show. So, right. you know, we have our, we have our problems at the Heinz. There's some things I would love to change, but I, I can't change the fact that without them, I wouldn't even be able to do the show I have because the rolling one will take it. Um, but if we open up Connecticut now and we start looking at, say, Mohegan Sun or Foxwoods, you know, who's to say we don't pull a Bob Kraft and, and, and pull up our, our stadium and our field and, and move to Connecticut? Um, so, you know, th there's a possibility that that could be the, the future home of, of the New England show could be in Connecticut. Oh, that's a little inside scoop. So I like that <laughs> <laughs> very, very much. So now let's say you're an attendee. You want to come to the NECAN show, get your feet wet, see what's going on. What could somebody like expect like for the return on investment? So it's a three-day event. You've got the awards the first night, you know, which is a nice gathering. I love those awards show. And that's something new with over the last six, five, six years, right? Yeah. Uh, four years. Four yeah. years, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's a great thing for the industry to get together and just rub elbows. And then the big show, obviously, is on the weekend. What could one expect when they attend NECAN? Because I've attended many of them, and it can be overwhelming. Absolutely. So, yeah, is there a best game plan? Is there a best way to go about it to get the best ROI out of, out of your ticket price, or if you, even if you yeah. buy a workshop? No, absolutely. And, and really, like most things, you know, your key is your planning. 
you know, and you, you maybe put your wish board, like, what do you want to accomplish out of it? And, and depending on what that is, that's going to determine a lot of your, a lot of your direction and where you want to spend the time. But the most realistic and best thing, no matter what you plan to do is, is you do want to plan ahead. You're going to be on your feet, moving around um, with the clock ticking for, for up to three days. So, you know, be well-dressed, um, comfortable, you know, I mean, you can dress how you want, but be comfortable, be well-rested, really have good footwear, um, stay hydrated, plan your food in advance, bring snacks, all those little things that you can do. But, but most importantly, it's planning your schedule. You, know, you say you walk into that exhibit hall, um, there's 300 exhibitors. And I know people just kind of like, oh, well, I'm going to walk the floor today. But if you do a little bit of math and you say like the exhibit hall is open for six hours, well, you're, you're going to rest, you're going to eat, you're going to take phone calls, you're going to text, you're going to do some socializing. You're really probably only going to get four, maybe four and a half hours of work out of that hall each day. And if you're right. spending even five minutes at each booth you talk to, that's less than 50 booths a day. So you could right. be on the exhibit floor for three straight days all day and only really talk to half the exhibitors. So put the time in, go to the map the days before, map out who you need to talk to, make sure you're not walking from one end of the floor to the other end of the floor and back and forth. Really plan out and, and see who you need to talk to. Call those people up, email them. They'd be delighted to, to, you know, to have meetings pre-set up. They you know, typically have extra booth staff there. You, you're standing there waiting to talk to someone. Spend some days in, in advance and email the people you want to talk to and set up a time during the convention, after the convention. It's great to meet off hours with exhibitors because they're just trying to meet as many people as they can during the time. Um, right. so, to, so try to hook up with people outside. Um, you know, the, the other things is, and, and this comes, I say this, you know, as, as a wish to a lot of people, obviously, that walking the floor, you know, they have their own goals, whether it's their career, their products. Um, something that they think the vendors would be interested in. Just, I always ask, just, you know, try to remember that the people who are exhibiting, you know, they bought the space, they're there to sell their product. So they, they might not even have the right person in the booth for you to talk to. Um, and certainly that person's main goal isn't to, you know, take incoming solicitations. So be respectful of those people's time. Ask them what their role is. Don't waste your time pitching your product and service for 20 minutes to someone who's a sales rep who, right, as right. you know, they're going to smile at you. They're going to say everything you say. They're going to say, that's great. That sounds awesome. Yeah, we, we, we'll definitely take a look at that because they're a salesperson. Everything, right. you know, everything's great. And you're wasting their time and you're wasting their time. And, and I can use myself as an example. You know, me and my staff, we go to other shows because, you know, there's, there's the companies who we want to exhibit at our show. So our mode is, you know, we go right up to someone and we just say, hey, is the person who handles your, your booths here? And, and if they're not, we just say, hey, can we have their contact info? We might spend five or 10 seconds chatting with the salesperson to ask them where they go. But in the end, I'm not going to sit there and pitch my booth to, you know, to 300 exhibitor salespeople. I'm just going to get the info and move on. So right. that's, you know, that's sort of that thing. And, and keep your expectations. Like I said, everybody at a trade show is positive. So sometimes people come out of the show and they think they've they think they've sold 300 of their of their services because every salesperson says, oh, that sounds great. You know, so just be realistic with 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 the actual feedback and make sure right. you're reaching your decision maker. Right. And then there's the whole other aspect besides the vendors of the whole educational part yeah. with the speakers. And so you have to really kind of really plan this out because there's going to be certain 
exhibit uh, speakers that you want to see, certain panels that you want to attend, or even, and this is the next subject I want to get into, one of these specialized workshops uh, right. like the Danny Danko workshop or like Ellen Brown's licensing workshop. But I wanted to talk to you really this year is the first year for the crypto. It's like a little mini convention within a convention. So <clears throat> we just did a show a couple of weeks ago about the intersection of crypto and cannabis. Um, what could, you know, what are, what can people look for in that, uh, especially that part, the crypto, uh, the crypto segment? Sure. And, and, you know, and I'll put out my first, my, my, my sort of full disclosure, I'm in no way, shape or form, even a moderate, you know, crypto expert. And, and that's why I put myself in the position of presenting programming and not, right. you know, not doing it myself or, or, the or same you know, way. talking about it myself. Um, you know, so, so what we're doing here, this is sort of like a soft launch of what we hope will become a bigger and bigger piece of, of these conventions. And it, it is more targeted towards um, beginners. So, okay. you know, if you're all, already a, a fairly, you know, well-versed and, and, you know, knowledgeable person in the, in the crypto and blockchain scene, a lot of this is going to feel like one-on-one to you. Um, but we do have three different sessions a day that are, that are covering all the way from the basics of crypto and blockchain. Um, a really big deep dive into what web 3.0 is and, and where it's going. And then also NFTs and introduction and guide. So, you know, we're really looking to just get people for the most part who are, you know, just like me, like I'm, I'm talking to people every day saying, you should be into this. You should be into this. And I'm like, yeah, but if I just jump in, I'm, I'm just buying lottery tickets. I don't, I don't know right. what I'm doing. You know, sure. It's an opportunity, but is everybody going to win? No. And, and hopefully what you'll get out of, out of this conference is just that guidance of, you know, what do all these terms mean? What am I looking at? You know, it, it's not definitely not going to be that sort of, hey, you should buy this, you should buy this, that sort of speculation. It's more going to be giving you the tools so that you can research and make your own decisions moving forward. Right, right, exactly. And, and, and I think it's great that, you know, this is a new innovation uh, and it's something that, you know, the cannabis industry being also a new industry, I think it, 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 it you know, it mixes very well. And it's, it's nice to see you taking the first step to realize that and, and put it within the programming. Um, so this is this pretty much if I'm is the first post pandemic full on um, knee can. Um, and there's um, how has it, how, how did the pandemic change the way you do things and how is it going to change the way you do things in the future? You know, it's an interesting thing because obviously when, when, when COVID hit, you know, there, a lot of people saw, you know, business opportunity in, in virtual events and, you know, it was impossible to ignore, you know, as you sat there and said, is this going to last for six months, six years, what's going to happen? Um, and, and Coming from a print industry, you know, uh, you know, being in an industry where I where I watch the internet come and, and pretty much change and devastate the the existing model, um, I was very sensitive to it, and and you know was was like we have to stay on top of this. Um, but I think my my big takeaway coming out was that you know virtual events were ineffective and unproductive, even when they were the only option. You know, you literally had no option other than to do this. And, and a lot of people sprang up with a lot of innovative ideas, some new technology. Um, 
but boy, I attended a lot of those events and I talked to, to a lot of exhibitors and I, I, I came away feeling, you know, like we just dropped it. I just like, I'm not going to invest in it. I'm not going to look at it. Maybe I'll feel bad 10 years from now, but right now, boy, does it feel like that live in-person event um, is, is sort of irreplaceable. And, yeah. and the flood of exhibitors who came back, you know, to us immediately um, sort of solidified that. So we're going to, to obviously keep our eye on different technologies that'll make things maybe, you know, better value for people. But boy, we really came away with, with, with that idea that, you know, live events for now, that's really just what people want. Yeah, no, I agree. There's nothing like a live event. And I even like, even when it comes to sports, I say there's nothing like going to a live baseball big game compared to watching it on TV. It's nice and everything, but you know, you got to be there to, to understand. So Mark, people, uh, we got Beth coming on in a second, but I wanted to, I got this screen up. How do people, like you say, how do people get, find it, find NECAN so they can plan so they can see what's going on. Sure. Yeah. You just, you really just want to go to NECAN.com and click on the Boston event. Uh, the New England Cannabis Convention, then you, you just be on that Boston homepage that's going to have links to all the programming, all the ticket options, all the workshops, all the schedule. There's a huge FAQ there, you know, things on, you know, anything from what's handicap access, can I bring a dog, can I bring a kid? And, and you know, those are, the, those are the things that you'll, you'll find all that info right on that homepage. The show's the 18th to the 20th. Um, there's lots of extra events going on all around it, and uh, we hope everybody makes it out. Yeah, right. People need to know the uh, the after parties are a great place to meet out and network. I know we focused a lot on seeing speakers and talking to vendors, but, you know, the other component is also meeting other people in the cannabis industry. And you never know who you can hook up with and start a project with or that can help your project. Like so, I say, Joe, a lot of business gets done after I fall asleep. That's right. <laughs> after hours or on the golf course, right? Right. But, <laughs> Um, hang out if you want. We got Beth coming on and she's going to just expand a little bit about, you know, who the speakers are and just a little bit about her role with NECAN. So I want to, I'm going to bring her on right now. Um, so hold on one second. So Beth Waterfall is a cannabis business development strategist with a successful track record of helping executive brands and businesses grow by a profitable product development, effective corporate communications, creative yet compliant marketing, and meaningful community engagement. She is known for breaking down doors between the nascent cannabis agent industry and the established business community and for brokering impactful relationships that led to the launch of countless cannabis projects and businesses. Uh, Beth is also founder and executive of 5013C3 nonprofit Elevate Northeast. So Beth, welcome to the show. It's always a pleasure to have you on. How have you been? And are you looking forward to the Big Knee Can Show this weekend? <laughs> hey, Joe. Hey, Lou. Hi, everybody. Hey, Mark. Um, thank you for having me back, Joe. First of all, it's always a pleasure to see you and Lou and, and talk about our favorite things, marijuana and getting people connected to it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm wicked excited for this weekend. Are you kidding me? It's a lot of work, but it's always like, I say it's kind of like our, our Christmas, or at least it is for me, because I get to see all the people I want to see, I get to learn new stuff, and just kind of 
learning experience, things I wasn't expecting. So I'm, I'm really excited. We're definitely in the final stretch, coordinating things with the speakers, last minute this, last minute that. Right. Uh, but we're getting there. We're getting there. It's going to be awesome. Right. Now, you've been doing this for a while with NECAN, correct? Yeah. I know you and Mark have been working together for quite a while. And how has, I mean, you, the programming itself has changed quite a bit over the years. It's, it's kind of evolved into a lot of things. Um, and this year you got a, a, you know, you, it's gone from more of a panel, strictly panel discussion to more educational. Tell us a little bit about like who you have coming in this, this year. Um, what specific topics, uh, are you going to be covering? And, you know, of course, then we'll talk about those nice separate workshops that you're going on and what, what, whatever else you got going on in the industry. Sounds good. Thank you, Joe. And you're, you're right. It's changed. I mean, you hear people talk about how the cannabis, cannabis industry is like dog years. So when the first cannabis convention in Boston, that was September, 2015, that was the first cannabis event that I had ever been to in my life. And I was so nervous going to it. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I had no real touch points with the cannabis industry other than, you know, getting shoes from my, from my guy and shoes. I mean, we, um, yeah. so, um, so I went to it. I was really nervous. I was going through some stuff in my career where I just wasn't fulfilled and I was looking for something different. And yeah, the event, there were panels, um, you know, people talking about this, this is 2015. So it's, it's changed a lot, but, um, you know, it was mostly panels talking about kind of what's to come and what could be and all that. Um, and now it's, here's what is, <laughs> um, and right, here's where right. we can go. Um, and here's some stuff we need to fix maybe a little bit on the way. Um, you know, we still don't have, um, our, our social consumption, uh, program up and running. We don't have bars and lounges that we can go sit in yet. Uh, that's one of the topics we'll talk about. And that's actually a panel this year at NECAN. Um, but, uh, yeah, for the most part, it is individual, uh, educational type sessions, uh, Mark and the NECAN team, we put an emphasis on this really being an education event, uh, not the type of thing where you're going to show up and just sit down and listen to a bunch of commercials for different businesses or, you know, pitches for products. Um, we're really intentional about making it educational and coordinating with our speakers about, you know, bringing some value and having people learn because, um, that just brings more value to the speakers too, because they're offering some sort of value and people are connecting with them instead of just like, Oh, they're just talking at me. Um, so yeah, it's, it's four stages this, this year, um, three days. Um, I've got a hundred regular speakers, um, separate from all the, the workshop speakers. Um, but we've got, it's, it's a really diverse, inclusive crew, um, talking about everything from sustainability and cultivation, uh, to, um, like social consumption. Like I mentioned, uh, we have Takesha Carter. She's a nurse down in Connecticut with you guys. Uh, she's right. going to talk about cannabis and gut health. So it's not just all the business stuff. It's medical as well. Um, and some of the topics are really kind of forward looking, uh, trying to get people thinking, um, you know, how can we make things better? Where, where's this all going? Um, some cool, cool sessions, uh, again, on the medical stage, talking about op optimal cannabis care. What can that be? What can it mean? Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, the, the basic stuff, the accounting, the insurance, the real estate construction, all that stuff, mostly on Friday, we designed it to be Friday, be kind of like that big bulky business education day. And then the weekend right. gets into the, a little bit more topical, a little bit more discussion, getting people, uh, getting their minds, minds going. Um, so I'm really excited about it. Um, and, uh, you can see the full schedule at, uh, nikan.com slash Boston. Yeah. I had that up before. Um, yep. so, yeah. So this year also, we were talking with Mark about it. You got the crypto workshop, the crypto little mini convention. 
You have a licensing workshop with Ellen Brown. So that's for somebody who wants uh, to get yep. how to pass your, your cannabis certification to actually work oh, in the yeah. industry. That's brand new. That's hands-on. Um, you also have Danny Danko coming in to do a like kind of a hands-on little cultivation course. But also this year, and I, I, I do, uh, you have a wellness segment uh, with Eve Marie. That, that looks very interesting to me. Tell us a little bit about that. How did that come about? And that's kind of an interesting component to add to weed. Yeah, so we did a, Eve, even her team did something similar to this last year. Um, this year, it's a little bit more of a, a workshop program for a couple hours. Um, but Eve Murray from High Beautiful, she's been involved with the NECAN team since I think before I got involved with it too. Um, yeah. She's really an integral part of um, just making everything flow and run and making sure that everybody's where they should, should be and, and helping our guests feel um, comfortable and welcome and all that. Uh, so this year she's doing a workshop um, with people, her colleagues on Sunday. And I think wellness makes perfect sense in, in this type of um, event. Um, not only is the workshop an opportunity for people to kind of slow down and, you know, chill and, and take in the benefits of being in that kind of practice. Um, but from the business development side of things too, um, you know, it's just another way to get to know people that are leading in this space to network with people that maybe are going to attend that session with our, um, you know, like-minded folks, you know, maybe there's a, there's going to be some connections, but just among the attendees that, um, they certainly didn't expect it. So, um, excited about that. That's going to be on Sunday. Um, and again, Eve's just a, a wonderful um, part of the team, and um, I couldn't do what I'm doing without her. <laughs> this. Oh, well, thanks. Big shout out to Eve. She's a friend of the show, too. We love yeah. her. Yeah. We do a lot of work with her, and it's nice to see that she's getting a, a nice spotlight there because they're, they do intersect. You know, Absolutely. the massage, so, yoga. Let's, uh, I'd love to even take that one step further because as we look at company culture now, as we develop our own companies, our own brands. But this can go to any company across the board. We look at what wellness does for our, our bottom line. Ultimately, a happy uh, a happy employee is a happy, productive individual. In all honesty, we're seeing uh, like Google Campus. You can run through the Google Campus. They provide meals. They have the whole thing. And I think that the intersection between cannabis, wellness, and the corporate world can go a really long way. Um, who knows, maybe at one of the next business meetings, there's a CBD inspired massage going on or something, you know? <laughs> no, I, I agree. And even yeah, for personal. Yeah, I'm doing a, um, a session on Friday about how to launch a brand in cannabis in Massachusetts. Um, and part of one of the things that I'm calling out is, um, well, obviously the importance of differentiating. You know, there's so much competition now. How are you different? Why should anybody care? Um, but one of the ways that I suggest that people can differentiate in the marketplace um, and build their brand and get people connected with them and, and admire them as a brand is to spoil their employees uh, with love right. and affection and, you know, swag, but, you know, treating their people right. Because um, at the end of the day, you know, whether they're giving them a yoga class or bringing somebody in to do massage or just like some sort of outing where they're able to take the focus off of work. Um, that's what keeps people coming back because there's all sorts of shiny dangly carrots out there. Sorry, dog. Um, you know, new opening, now hiring, all these opportunities, but people will stay where they're treated properly and paid paid properly as well. Yeah, go where you're treated well. I yeah. totally agree with that. And and even just for your own personal thing, I think it's important, especially these days, to have that kind of center, have that kind of practice where you can go to to just kind of get away, relax your body, relax your mind. 
so that you can go out there and function in the real world. So, and, and we all know we all use cannabis as part of that, but even combining it with other forms of wellness uh, makes it that much better, right? Yeah. So and there's, another, there's another session in the programming as well. I think it's, um, I believe it's Saturday morning, a gentleman named, named uh, Mar Stringer is doing something similar to that. We're calling it the, I think he's calling it the energy reset, just a quick session um, yeah. at the beginning of the day, just to, you know, center and be mindful, um, which I think is, is a great practice for people because this event is humongous. You know, it can be overwhelming. Oh. Um, it started off at the castle in Boston um, with uh, folks yeah. that are unfamiliar with that. It's like um, basically the size of maybe like an indoor soccer field. <laughs> um, and now at the Heinz, um, over the years, we've expanded into two expo halls, which are huge. And, you know, there's lots of color and people and it, it can be overwhelming. Um, and then with all the programming too, kind of, um, I suppose it could be overwhelming in selecting which session you want to go sit in on. So, you know, taking that moment to get that connected breathing and, <laughs> and center yourself, um, you know, I think, I think it's important, whether it's a cannabis event or anything else. Um, very, very, yeah, very, very true. And you're right. I remember that castle event. Uh, and that was, you know, you come a long way. I mean, Mark, uh, Mark and I were talking about that earlier, but I've been there as a, as a participant, as just going there. And I've been there as a, a vendor too. And I got to say, there's nothing like an ECAN, you know, it, it's like the leader in, uh, in, in the conventions on this side of the, on this side of the uh, country. I know they had oh, they had them back uh, in the West, but of course the West was ahead of us. So you were ahead of the time, and you know it's it's great to see you guys continue to go. I did have, wanted to ask you one thing: you must get a ton of applications for speakers. And I'm, yeah, I'm just wondering what's the process that you go through. I mean, how do you decide which ones? Do you have like plans of topics that you kind of want to cover and then you just see who fits into that? Or sometimes somebody comes up with an idea you hadn't thought of. How does so how now, does that whole process work? Now you're getting into my brain <laughs> how this all goes down. Um, but you know, there there isn't any secret sauce to this at all. Um, we, we definitely think about, you know, what are the topics, what are the things we want to make sure that are represented in this programming, just kind of based on, you know, my or our, the team's understanding of current events, where the industry is going. Um, and then, um, you know, nothing set in stone until after we look at the ap actual applications and the way I approach it is, um, you know, it's, it's a download. So people are filling out a Google form that's on the website. If you go to NECAN.com, speaker applications right at the top. It's a Google form, super easy to fill out and super important because it gives us all the information that we need to consider the session and then also to promote it once it's selected. Um, so um, I download into, into an Excel spreadsheet and I hide everything except the column that says, what are people going to learn? And so that's the first thing that I look at. I'm not looking at anybody's name, where they're from, what this, what topic it is, what category it is. I look to see if people have, have been thoughtful um, and put in, you know, what people are actually going to learn. Because for me, that's all I'm looking for, like the so what. Um, and that's in marketing too. Like, so what? Why does anybody care? Because uh, right, we do right. get a fair share of people that, um, you know, bless their heart, that say, oh, our CEO will share his story. And or... Um, you know, we want to talk about this, this fantastic um, solution. It's like, okay, that sounds like a pitch. And I like make little notes, pitchy, check speaker, pitchy, um, you know, can this be adjusted? 
Um, and then kind of as I go through and, and um, you know, get rid of stuff because if people don't communicate any sort of value to the attendees, then right, right, right. <laughs> it's kind of like a, okay, skedaddle. Um, or people that will submit, oh, I'm a cannabis expert. I can talk about anything. Like those get deleted immediately. Um, <laughs> That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah, no, and we get a lot of those. And sometimes after the fact, I'll look at the people who actually submitted that. And it's like, oh, I know you can do so much better. I know you can bring some way more to the table than this. So sometimes, you know, it does involve some outreach. Like, hey, you know, you really are an expert, but I need more here. What, what can we do? I was thinking- right let's do the session or we'll get a bunch of people that maybe apply for the same thing. Um, and, you know, I'll put together a panel and see if people are comfortable working with each other. Um, just so it's not, you know, multiple sessions on the same thing all day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm also considering people that have spoke at our events in the past and maybe they got, right. um, maybe we had some really exceptional feedback about them and they didn't apply this time. And so we do reach out to some people, encourage them to apply um, or, if they did an exceptional job um, and they've applied again, you know, we'd love to see that. And maybe I'm going back to them and saying, Hey, this was awesome last year, but what can we do to change it to make it a little bit more relevant to this year or to this geography? Um, so there is a lot of kind of, um, you know, working with, with the speakers, depending on uh, what they're putting forward. Uh, some people put something in and it's, Oh, that is perfect. Done. Awesome. Ready. Good to go. But um there is, there is some curation that, that happens as well. Right, right. You obviously, it's obviously it takes a lot of work. And and now do you do it for all the NECAN conventions? Do you work in conjunction with other people? Um, so I, I'm specifically in the program director role for um, uh, most of the shows, but not all of them. Um, we've got a partner in Vermont that handles the Vermont show. Someone else does the, the main programming, but I'm specific to the programming um, for, for Boston next month in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, then Chicago, Illinois. I'm really excited about Chicago in June. Going to be beautiful. Um, Albany in uh, August and Atlantic City in uh, September. Uh, wow. So those, those will be my shows. Um, so it's just, it's constantly looking at what people are submitting um, and just keeping a, a pulse on what's going on in those geographies so we can, again, backfill if there's anything really topical that we just haven't right. gotten um, someone right. to put their... Put their uh, yeah. And as markets go legal and change their laws and things like that, you have to adjust the programming that way. Well, that is awesome, Beth. Now, now on another note, you also work run actually Elevate Northeast, which is an educational company, a nonprofit organization that does educational events. And you've made some pretty, you've broken some pretty good ground. You've actually been able to put a cannabis education course in a community college up there in Boston, correct? Up in Mass, not Boston. But. Yeah, that, that was actually started by um, C3RN, another nonprofit that, um, you know, had to, went through some changes with COVID-19 and um, they're no longer C3RN with us anymore as they were before. Um, but they started the, the, the uh, education program at Holyoke Community College and Elevate was able to come in and kind of, you know, save it, <laughs> um, if, right, if you will. Right. Um, and we transferred it all over to digital with COVID. Um, so for the past couple of years, it's been all virtual classing classes, um, but we're moving back into in-person, kind of a hybrid, in, some in-person, some virtual, um, but all out of Holyoke Community College. Um, and we have a scholarship program that people can apply for. And of course, companies or individuals can donate to the, the education fund uh, to help students go to these uh, courses at, at Holyoke. Um, there's a core cannabis uh, program where they're learning about, you know, history and some kind of, um, you know, botany stuff. Um, yeah, full out the whole yeah, spectrum. Yeah, like a lot of the basic intro stuff. Um, and then from there, 
uh, the students can either, you know, get their, their certificate that they've completed that and go on and apply to jobs, whatever, take their knowledge wherever they need to take it, or they can then enroll into one of the uh, career track programs, which just dig deeper into specific um, kind of avenues of the industry. So somebody that wants to work with patients on the medical side would take that track. Somebody that's in, uh, interested in cultivation could do that and get a little bit more or a lot more education uh, specific to cultivation. Same with uh, processing, um, um, like working in the kitchen and creating edibles and topicals and all that yeah, stuff. So it's, it's an all around kind of all around cannabis curriculum. And that's nice yeah. to see. In, in a community college and hopefully that that idea will spread and you also do some personal consulting for businesses just like you know to launch your own brand a lot of different areas you covered at because you know you're pretty much a pioneer in the industry mm, so any <laughs> well i've seen you from the beginning beth <laughs> and you know i'd love to i've seen seen the way you've grown and it, it's wonderful so, yes, you are an expert. You are one of the, uh, you know, I would say the foundations of the cannabis industry in mass. Thank you. Uh, that means you so. all, it, well, it's the truth. And um, also, you know, you run a lot of different community events through Elevate. Um, I just want how can people get in touch with you, Elevate, um, we, you know, just run through your social media. How do people get in touch with you if they want to uh, take advantage of some of the services, take a class, whatever? Thank you. Um, and there's all sorts of different ways to do it. But the easiest one, I suppose, is bethwaterfall.com. That's my website. And my email is beth at bethwaterfall.com. Um, elevate is elevatene.org. Um, and you can uh, follow us on social as well and connect there and get all the latest on the events and stuff we're trying to do. Um, one of the exciting things coming out of Elevate this spring and summer is a uh, social equity fund. Uh, we've gotten a, a very large donation. We're ready to start awarding grants. Um, we're just putting the final touches on what that program is and how we get people to apply and how we award them. But we're really excited about that because we're not talking about like thousand dollar prizes. These are going to be, um, five figure prizes that were really. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, so, well, definitely. Yeah. Definitely keep us posted on that. That is great. And we'll, we'll put that up on our social media too, Beth. Uh, uh and of course, if people want to meet you in person, if they can find you, you'll be at NECAN this <laughs> weekend. Can. <laughs> That's neecan.com. <laughs> but Elevate's at booth, uh, booth 1205 in the expo hall. And then um, I'll be, you know, between there and over at the, the stages in the educational programming area. Um, probably one of those days wearing my green velvet blazer. <laughs> um, That's how we yeah. know you. Green velvet blazer. <laughs> blazer and it's, and stocks. That's my style. <laughs> and you're doing the workshop there so they can also come to that. Beth, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on. That's NECAN.com, and you can find Beth on all her social media. Thank you. Um, and uh, right now, we'll see you at NECAN. I wanted Appreciate to Appreciate you, Beth. Thank you so much. Hello. Bye. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> so right now, I wanted to bring on Becky. Becky Gosh. Uh, she is from Running Brook Farms. And uh, Becky's going to talk to us real quick about a special event that they got going on this Thursday night, right up there, and it's in Killingworth, Connecticut. Becky, how are you? Tell us a little bit about this great event. It looks good and looks delicious. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on up there. Unmute. Unmute. 
There you here go. I am. Here I am. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, we're excited. We're we're um, we're pulling together an evening of plant magic. Is uh, is what we're calling it, and we're just trying to really celebrate this plant that we all love. And um, you know, earlier on the show, you guys were talking about building out brands and building out a wellness um, approach, and I think that's exactly where I'm trying to fit in and is trying to bring you know, the concept of plant medicine to, to our whole foods approach to it as well. You know, a lot of people forget that, you know, food is the foundation, right? So, right. and cannabis, I mean, just opens itself up, be it CBD, THC, CBG, you're going to see it all there on Thursday night um, in different forms. And as well as, um, as well as what I've been personally doing um, in my business model is to, you know, grow my business to include all sorts of different medicinal herbs as well. So I grow two acres of, um, you know, valerian and calendula and rosemary and, and a host of different herbs. And so this will be a chance to feature um, them as well. And that's good because um, obviously lavender and cannabis, a lot of people don't know, have a lot in common with their terpene profiles. Um, so there is a lot of ways that you can mix hemp, cannabis, whatever, with other botanicals to make an even, a, even better, more effective uh, medicine. And they we'll be able to talk it. all about this on Thursday. So we're really excited about this. Becky, thank you so much for the invitation. And I want we people to... Make sure they get to contact you so that we're going to share that. But get this information out there. I know there's going to be a running event series. So we're going to highlight Becky coming up on another show. That way we can give a whole time and do into what she has going on. But for right now, we wanted to make sure to highlight that this Thursday uh, is a great event at their shop. They have house plants for sale, exotic plants for sale. They have tons of different ancillary items. You can come on in and really check out a lot of really cool things. And how would people get to know you, your shop, your farm? Uh, what are your socials, your website, those type of things, Becky? Yep. There's two main, two main ways to find me. The first is Running Brook Farms is the name of the, the business and the building and everything. So that's on social, both um, Instagram and Facebook. And you can just look it up and call the shop and ask for Becky. You can also um, follow this event and everything I'm doing on the hemp and the wellness side at Running Brook Hemp Co. Um, on Instagram. Okay, Running Brook Hemp Co. We are. And that's uh, I lost you there, Becky. And well, oh. she froze. There you pause go. Pause here. Sorry, I, you guys are jammed up. We're always we jammed back? up, Beck. Yes. Um, so now <laughs> this is going to be a food event, infused tapas, sweets from local chefs. They can find you at Running Brook Hemp. It's, I, and they may even get a special guest appearance uh, by somebody we know here. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think so. I think the famous Lou. I think you can find the famous Lou there. Um <laughs> Yeah, and so I'll see you all on Thursday. You guys are come <laughs> <laughs> on. Well, you're gonna make it a surprise, like you know. No, on, we're man. all gonna have a great time. I'm really looking forward to it. You know, like I said, Becky, thank you so much for the invitation. Yeah. Um, I'm heading out. I'm heading out with friends, so it's actually gonna be my social evening. Where you know, it's you know, we don't really do too much drinking and things like that. So I enjoy a nice cup of tea, some CBD, some cannabis myself. 
So this is going to be my Thursday night, a uh, little time, you know, nothing crazy. It's an, I'm an early type of guy. So six o'clock is a great time for me and for a lot of other professionals and other individuals that are looking for it. It's a great place. It's going to be super calming. And I know that I'm going with intentions to pick up one or two more plants for my offices. There so you if you go down, make sure to pick up a plant. They have some really dope things that you can pick up and integrate in your life. Um, so I appreciate you. We burned and some I, of that. Uh, I just want to add, I'm going to give any everybody at the door a $10 gift certificate to the shop too. So oh, maybe that'll entice. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Nice it's a great location for people who haven't been there yet. We did do a cannabis event up there not too long ago, maybe a couple of years ago. It was a hemp event. And I really love that place. Uh, so people are going to enjoy themselves, get some great food. And this is something that I think we're going to uh, collaborate on and do monthly. Um, I'd like that for sure. Yeah, it's all, And so keep, stay posted. Becky, we'll have you on again. But I okay. think we are just about out of time. So I wanted to give Lou... Lou, how do people reach you? Uh, you can find us every place uh, all over the world at webhoffarms.com. Uh, same thing on all the socials and everything else. Um, there's a couple other really cool things. Uh, shout out to UFCW, uh, the Cannabis Union. They have a press conference going on this week up at the Capitol. So let's see what uh, let's see what's going on. Pretty awesome in the cannabis world, right? All right. And as far as I go, you can follow me at Cannabis Corner Facebook, Greenhaven Media, Joe the Weed Guy on all social media. And I did want to mention that there is a rally tomorrow at the Capitol, uh, supported by the Cannon Warriors and the CT Gifting Gang. Uh, so that's important. You can find out about that also on all our social media. But if you want to get up there and let the legislators know how you feel about the new laws they put in, or trying to put in, make sure you check out the Cannon Warriors or our Facebook, our social media for info on that. We love you guys. We will see you next week. Thank you, Becky. Thank we'll you, boys. We'll see Have you at the one. full moon. Uncle Lou, thank oh. you. And we'll see y'all at Nikan this weekend. Peace and love. Still messed up. And I know why. Why, man? Yeah. Hey, cause I got high. Because I got high. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh, I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. I'm taking it next semester and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. I was gonna go to court before I got high. I was gonna pay my child support, but then I got high. No, you wasn't. They took my whole paycheck, and I know why. Why, man? Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I wasn't gonna run from the cops, but I was high. I'm serious, man. I was gonna pull right over and stop, but I was high.